podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shenton. All right, everybody, welcome. It is time for another episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Nick Shenton. And what a week, San Diego. We just got through Pride Weekend uh, up in, you know, North Park University area, uh, just rocking up there. Lots of great events happening all weekend long. And then we're moving in to one of the busiest times of the year here in San Diego. We got the track opening this week and Comic-Con, two of like San Diego's biggest events, all packed into the same week here. A great week to go out and see your chefs, see your restaurants, and dine out in San Diego. Um, we're going to kick it off like we do every week with a little farmer's market report. I got Joe and Joe with me today, Joe Herman and Joe Buckchness. Uh, so Joe Herman, what's happening? It's getting hot. Hey, Joe. It's getting hot. Hi. (laughs) I'm here. Danielle, I'm here. He's here. It's getting hot out there. The farmers are out early in the morning picking stuff. Yeah. So we're getting the orders in early, uh, just so they don't have to deal with that, that real bad heat, but it's good. Good for uh, peppers in particular. Peppers, right? That, that's something you wait on when you till you start f- seeing some heat, right? And that's like when the development of them happens, right? So we're going to see one pepper this week that we didn't get to see at all really last year. The Jimmy and Ardello. Yeah, that's a varietal of a different pepper, right? It's an Italian long pepper. Yeah, it's an Italian long sweet pepper. It's originally from like Central America, uh-huh. and it got. Brought over like in, like the 17th century or something. Yeah, well, like you, pretty much, you know, a lot of traditional Italian ingredients are actually New World foods, like yeah. the tomato. Tomato, you know, that's mm-hmm. you know, you think of something like you know the tomato. You you think that'd be an Italian cuisine for thousands of years. Right. It's actually only a couple hundred mm-hmm. that the tomato has been a part of Italian cuisine. Right. So you're saying the same thing with these peppers, right? So they adapted. They started growing over there. They're uh, you know they're so popular one because. They are, they're a red pepper. They're most Italian long peppers. All the farmers pick them green because they don't want them to go full mature because it halts the production on the plant. So, yeah. Okay. So, those, so the Jimmy Nardellos are red. Yes. No? They so, start off green and they quickly so turn Italian red. Italian green and they, long pepper that then yeah. quickly turns red. Now, isn't that the opposite of other peppers? Like jalapenos, for instance, don't they start red and then go green? I don't. I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. No, yeah. no, they mature when they're so red. red yeah. So the color it comes with maturity, and that's yeah. Okay, cool. So that's what's cool about it, and they're just popular because they have a a great sweet flavor. They're they a lot of like less seeds in the cavity, mm-hmm. um, and they they stay they they hold up to high heat and cooking conditions. Like they stay crisp, and and that's why they're popular. Wow. So it's cool to finally get them. Uh, they were requested a lot last year, but nobody was growing them, and now there's a handful of farmers growing them. After you know, kind of voicing some concerns, like, "Hey guys, this is what they want." So killer. Uh, so we should cool. see some of those this weekend. Yeah, we're gonna get some in from her produce on Wednesday. It's the first ones, and uh, yeah, we're excited about it. Cool. <laughs> so and then you know everything else is coming in. Uh, stone fruit still going strong. Stone fruit's going strong. Uh, figs. We just had like a, a little pop of them, and they're taking a break. And then when the second crop starts, so that's awesome. The heat's bringing that. We need the heat for the figs. Yeah. Um, and we'll start seeing those out of uh, Fallbrook, yeah, probably the end of this week, hopefully. Super cool. Yeah. What about the variegated? Are those come later, or is that something we'll see soon, or no? Yeah, the same. Uh, yeah, we'll see them at the same time. Cool, right? Yeah, it's I just love, when they're ready. I love the variegated ones. They're like one of my absolute mm-hmm. favorite things that comes through the market all year long. Um, 
Hey, you know, I was walking through the market or in your cooler the other day, and I noticed a ton of varieties of berries. It looks like yeah. – so summer is definitely a berry time, mm-hmm. right? So not only are we seeing just like your normal uh, you know, Pudwell Farms, blueberries, blackberries, and raspberries, but and we're, we've got like what? how many different varieties of strawberries in there now? Two or three? Or just – Two or three berry, farms. Two or but, three farms. Yeah. And they're the, all the Gavitola? Gaviotas. Gaviotas. Yeah. We have those in the Albions. Uh, just depends on which crop's coming in, which crop's coming out. Saw a couple varieties of raspberries in there too, right? Yeah, we had some sunrise raspberries, some golden raspberries. And then even pink, black, black pink lemonade blueberries? Pink, pink lemon. Yeah, we have four raspberries, pink lemonade blueberries, which are pretty interesting. And I then, mean, yeah, they and taste. then other, like, I, there's some, like, mulberries in there too? Or? Mulberries, yeah, Pakistan mulberries, um, Persian mulberries. What else? We had Murray berries, those are gone. Wow. And so then, this is definitely the peak of berry season. Then, yeah, I feel like I'm missing all these different something. Varieties of stuff. Super cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. Uh, let's talk to Joe Buckshness. Now, Joe, I know that you've been out on the trucks. Yes. So what's going on? You're up at Market recently, yes. right? Absolutely. Uh, Market Restaurant Del Mar off Via, Via de, de la Valle. Yes, correct. Yeah. Via de la Valle. Um, as Nick mentioned earlier, we have track opening Wednesday. So mm-hmm. that's... Kind of like their, I guess, culinary Olympics. Yeah, I mean, like you, the Super Bowl of their absolutely. Because right? um, they're I right. Mean, at, like, if you've never been to Market, it is literally right across from a, one of the bigger parking areas, the satellite parking areas, and also all the stables are right there. Correct. So, you know, I would assume if like the team owners and yeah, th- like, this is this is their time to showcase yeah. what they do. And out on the truck, you know, if 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 you look at the menu, it's just studded with. I mean, mouth-watering products, and you know their their menu is just spectacular. So I just want to talk about Chef Carl Schroeder for a little bit. Um, in in twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, he got voted a uh, hundred top restaurants in America by Open Table. So you know wow. that's pretty uh, an amazing thing to accomplish here in Southern California. Absolutely. Especially with it, you know, it's twenty eighteen twenty. You know that market's been there for several years now. I, I believe and seventeen years. Yeah, to remain relevant and to remain cutting edge through that period of time. Like, you know, generally when restaurants get that sort of accolation, it's like, yeah. yeah, they've been open for a year and a half, two years. Yeah. But to be able to be that measure of consistency and to continuously evolve to create a busy restaurant that lasts and stands yes. the test of time. And, you know, I've seen Chef on the trucks. Yeah. And he, Carl's there every day. Like, and taste everything, Everything. Right? And, um, you know, that's one of the points I want to kind of bring up is we look at their menu and that's kind of like changing in the tides for a majority of what we do, you know, like if they're starting to use certain products, we need to know, we need to bring that stuff in because, you know, it's really peak season. So a couple of the menu items I wanted to bring up was the sweet corn soup and smoked pork sausage. Now, I know soup and it's this hot, but it's a chilled soup, almost like a gazpacho um, with charred Italian long sweet peppers that we have in the cooler, corn saute, chives, a paprika oil and sourdough croutons. Um, and another uh, item on there that really kind of struck my eye was the Mission Fig and Concord Grape Salad. Wow. Which uh, was shaved fennel, Belgian endive, fig jam, feta cheese crostini, and an elderflower rose gelée. Um, those were just like the first couple ones, but I mean, I could have went on and on. And just farmer's market ingredients Absolute, all over the place. Yes. There. You know, that's it's studded with the it. The figs right there, mm-hmm. uh, you know. The grapes from Murray. Grapes, yeah, from, from Murray Scott. Farms. I mean, they're all just 
it's hitting on all cylinders. They're doing some magic. That's so awesome. It's, it's, it's a very exciting time for Southern California. And, you know, you mentioned the soup. I know that's one thing that uh, Chef Carl gets a lot of props for. That's he, it. He's that's like a his... soup magician. Yes. Right? There's always, like, so that's just, a you know, the insider's advice there. If get you go soup. to market, always get <laughs> yeah. the soup. Carl's soup. You know, Carl is a master with the soups. Absolutely. And, you know, always get the soup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> soup for you. Yeah. No soup for you. No soup for you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that, you know, that's incredible recommendation, Joe. You got to get, you know, especially if you're making a track day of it, yes. you know, going up there, what an elegant way to end or start your track day yeah. uh, with an experience over at market restaurants. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, We'll be back in just a second with the main ingredient. We got Chef Santana coming in today, and uh, we're super excited to talk to him. And he is a moving and a shaking. Got some breaking news here in just a second. Stay tuned. Hey, how's it going? We're live. We are live. I was looking at my phone. This luckily, Chef Andrew Santana was with the same. With the same. Yeah, totally. And so we have we're. Welcome back, and we have Chef Andrew Santana here, and we're about to break some news on here. Uh, Chef, you are the brand new chef of Campfire Restaurant up in Carlsbad. Congratulations. That's correct. That's correct. Thank you very much. The ink is still uh, drying on the uh, contract there. So Eat or eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> Scoops here. Shout out to Candace. Um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so we were just talking in the hallway uh, as you came in here, and what a way to make a transition. You're going to Spain tomorrow. I'm going to Spain tomorrow, yeah. I'm going to visit some of my fiance's family. Her younger brother is is uh, about to be wed, basically. Yeah, yeah. What, so. what timing? That's like, you know just amazing. You know, being able to reset from one project to another, and then also to squeeze some travel in there and find some inspiration that's i mean just uh, how perfectly that's all working out for it you. is working out perfectly uh although you know there's a couple people that you know might find it bad timing for them but <laughs> you know i i when i since i got here about three and a half years ago i've been opening after opening after opening mm-hmm. so i'm due man i'm due. yeah yeah definitely well you know again i mean, I've, one of the th- reoccurring themes i kind of touch back on to in on this podcast is about where where food comes from and i and, and i mean the attitude where it comes from you know i believe that that's completely reflected in someone's plates and foods and stuff absolutely and and it, you need to have a positive attitude driving the food otherwise you know the negativity like creeps in there oh and, my god yeah it, it totally does it it's it, that statement cannot be you know, more true. It it really does. Yeah. yeah. And, and to be able to get that reset time between two projects, I can only imagine that you're just going to come in even more charged oh and more God. psyched and more inspired. And, you know, just awesome way to, you know, get hit the ground and have your feet running. Absolutely. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think also, I mean, yeah, sprinting, hopefully that's, yeah. that's, that's the game plan. But uh, I think, you know, um, I'm at the right mindset where, you know, I can enjoy the vacation mm-hmm really understand what it is and then come back and really embrace, you know, the, the, the North again. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about campfire. Now th- for those people who haven't been there, it's an entirely wood fire concept, right? Yeah. It's, it's, an, there's a grill works grill there. That's about, I would say 10 feet long. Mm-hmm. So the fire there is, is, is going, it's roaring, it's bouncing off the glass. It's in the middle of the restaurant. So everyone gets to see a piece of the action. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, it's beautiful. Like a campfire. Like a campfire. Like ser- That's it. So tell me about the menu. What's going on up there? What do you what do you what do you like there? Are you gonna change a bunch with it? You know, what's going on? No, you know, I think what we're gonna do is um we're really gonna focus on, you know, um well, there's a lot of things we're gonna focus on. I I, I don't see like a crazy, crazy menu change right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um I've been absent for about a year and a half, maybe two years. So you've had previous experience. At Campfire. That's correct. Yeah, I was part of the opening crew. I was a CDC there, helped Andrew Bachelier open that uh, that facility up along with uh, uh, Leigh, Maddie, and John Resnick, the owner. So um, they were gracious enough to accept me in their group and um, welcome me with open arms. And uh, what a group it is. It's it's a lovely, lovely group of people, Young, fine young gentlemen there. Yeah, super exciting. Cool. So... I don't know. What else is new with you, Chef? Talk to me. I mean, um, well, I'm just wrapping up my tenor over at Charles and Denora, which was a good situation. Um, beautiful people there. I yeah. guess, you know, as you, as you spoke earlier before about how happy one needs to be, uh, I think um, the people that you work with are super, super important. Yeah. So um, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just happy that, you know, San Diego embraced a, a chef like myself. I mean, I'm from the Bay Area, but uh, I, I've been here since – since day one of the culinary experience out here, I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the restaurant called Blanca mm-hmm. back in the day, um, but I was the opening sous chef with, uh, with uh, Wade there. And, um, you know, Addison was killing it at the time. Obviously, uh, Chef Bradley, you know, now and, and, and everyone's getting their, their due. So that's exciting to see, you know, and I'm sure, absolutely super excited. So, you know, what would be like a labor of love for you or like a signature dish? Is there something that like comes to mind that's just like, you know, I got us either is it like a technique that you want to sneak into the menu or is it like a full plate or something? Is there something? I mean, that- that's, you know, I, it, I'm finding myself more and more, you know, um, diving into the nuances of what I really do and how my brain works. Um I wasn't from the school of where art school the 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 generation of where you know the the mom and dad sat down at at seven o'clock after um you know after a hard day's work and you know there's a lot of chaos a lot of things going on I had to rely on a lot of my ethnic friends you know's parents to to eat at and also there was a lot of great places that were you know um opening up at the time I mean a lot of international places so those are a lot of my my, my comfort my, my safe and, and comfort food mm-hmm. you know those, those zones like not mom's meatloaf but uh but like pho or uh you know uh Vietnamese food or or any one of the many international places that I was uh, able to work and I believe a lot of people now are 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 gravitating towards that you know you go to university you have your best friend he he or she cooks for you from like whatever the motherland is and you're mm-hmm. turned on and you're more uh, um, embraceive of that because of the exposure pure exposure that's going on so you mentioned kind of like that little bit of introspective of how you do things now t- tell me about the creative process for you is it like you know i don't know tell- well the creative process for me basically is i like to dive into things i absolutely don't know yeah, that's fun for me. Um, I don't know if a lot of chefs do that. I I feel like I, I like being uncomfortable. I guess um, I like not knowing anything. I I need to learn. I need to I need to drive myself. I need to push myself. Sure. Um, one of the the challenges that we had at at the Pearl Hotel uh, in Charles and Denora was is that it. I chose that place because. Well, there's many reasons why I chose that place, but it, it reminded me of the old school San Francisco New York um, kitchens, where it's just it's 
can I cuss on here? Sure. <laughs> it's it. beat to shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's like super small and you're working back to back and you got to like pass your, 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 your sous chef to, to get to the pass and, yeah. and, and put the plate up in the window. So it's like, it's uniquely uh, challenging. And I, I, I needed to go back to that, that feeling again. I needed yeah. to feel that vibe again. Um, but as far as the creative process and all that, it's just, it's man. Um, Wherever the wind takes me. I know the wind's yeah. taking me to Spain, so we're going to see what's up with yeah. that. So sure. You're going to come back, everything's going to have ham on it. Oh, right? my God. Ham all over the place. <laughs> ham all over the place. Awesome. <laughs> for, sure. for sure. Awesome. Well, Chef, congratulations once again. Uh, I know Campfire is super excited to have you. And yeah, you coming, you know, coming back to a place that you've already you know, put your footprints on or put your hand, fingerprints on and then to come back and retake the reins. It must be a super exciting time for you and them and people in North County. You know, Get ready, right? Oh, get ready, everybody. And real quick, I just want to say happy birthday to Lay. He runs the, uh, the uh, cocktail program out there, and it's his birthday today. So happy birthday, amigo. There you go. Happy birthday, Lay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for us for this episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. Go out and check out Campfire up in North County and say hi to Chef Andrew. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. <laughs>